Hey, business building warrior, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is your host, Jim, and I've got an episode today where it's just me, possibly a shorter episode, although I'm not sure how long it will take for me to make the points that I'm going to make today. Hey, one little tip for you, if you listen to this show regularly, you may not realize, especially if you're listening on iTunes, for example, you can speed the audio up. Now, I don't suggest going too fast because I start to sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks, but you can certainly get through these episodes a little more quickly if you'd like. And there's a feature where you can speed the broadcast play up. So if that's something of interest to you, that's works for all podcasts. I don't know if you've ever noticed that or not, but I tend to listen at 1.25 or 1.5 speed and you can save yourself some minutes, get through some great content because as you probably know, you can listen a whole lot faster than anyone is capable of talking. That's a great way to consume the content with a little more efficiency. So hopefully that tip helps you out. Okay, so let's talk about some of the mistakes I see people making when evaluating Amazon businesses or e-commerce businesses. They're trying to decide what they want to do, what approach they want to take, where they want to spend their time, what kind of business they want to build. And here's some very common mistakes. Having seen thousands and thousands of students come through our courses and programs, I've been doing this for 20 years. We've had over 7,000 high-end coaching students at this point. Who makes it? Who doesn't? What mistakes are common? I think if you can avoid some of the common mistakes and you pay attention to the good advice and information, you are most likely to end up in a very, very good position. So let's start with some of the newbie mistakes. Maybe you're new to this community. Maybe you're not convinced yet. You're still checking out what we have to offer. You're still looking for that right e-commerce opportunity. Maybe you've been kind of playing around and this is a lot of people. They've been playing around, making a few dollars here, a few dollars there, selling on Facebook marketplace, maybe a few dollars on eBay. So they consider themselves kind of a hobbyist. And there's some misconceptions you start to fall into when you hear the programs that we present around here. One of the big misconceptions is, well, you know, I'm selling a few things online occasionally. I don't want to do that all day, every day. I don't want to go to all the stores and put stuff in boxes. And it just sounds like a lot more work. So I'm kind of content making a few extra hundred dollars here or there. Well, you've got a misconception you need to overcome here. We're going to teach you how to build a system that's a business that you don't have to do those things. Now you can pay someone else to do it for you. Or you can even just order all your products online and have them sent to a prep center that's nowhere near where you live. This is why people who live outside the United States are selling on Amazon in the U.S. all day, every day in our community without ever seeing or touching their product. I mean, one recent podcast episode, the guy was describing his process and he lives in Turkey and he said, yeah, I never even have to put duct tape on my boxes and I laughed. I'm like, you don't put duct tape on boxes. You put box tape on boxes. Like, I wouldn't know. I've never had to do it, right? That just illustrates that you don't have to be the one doing the, the process. In this case, he's selling six figures a month and doing great, but he's not, he's not the one going to the stores and scanning barcodes and all those tedious misconceptions. Now, yeah, you can make some decent money doing those things. There's opportunity there. You can go to your local Walmart right now and probably scan the clearance aisle for an hour or so and probably find a few hundred dollars worth of stuff that you can flip. You can ship it yourself or you can send it into Amazon and they'll sell it for you. There's opportunity there, but that's not a scalable system. 
So the misconception I'm addressing here is, man, I don't want to put tape on boxes. I don't want to go to all the stores. I don't want to, no, but you don't have to do all that. That's one of the big misconceptions is you're going to have to work a lot harder than you are now if you want to make more money selling stuff online. That's just not true. You're going to have to build a system and that's work. You're going to have to learn and that's work. You're going to have to scale over time and maybe put a few people in place. And yes, that's work, but it's not going to be stand up in your garage till four in the morning shipping boxes if you don't want it to be. Now, it certainly could be. And we have a lot of people who do that model. And that's awesome. We love all e-commerce business building warriors. But I don't want you to fall into the trap of thinking that it has to be you doing all the hard stuff. So another trap you could fall into or mistake you could make is thinking too small. I've had enough of a window of time now to observe sellers in the e-commerce universe to see people kind of get stuck into habits. I mean, we see it everywhere we go, right? If you if you go to a restaurant you like, you tend to kind of want the same table you had last time. Or when you go to church, you see this a lot, you kind of sit in the same area, same section. We get into these habits. And as a business building warrior, one of the things you have to be very aware of is this. Ask yourself this question constantly. Are the habits I'm establishing keeping me in a rut that I should be escaping, right? Some habits are great exercising and reading and spending time with the people you love and doing the things that you don't want to do when they got to be done. That's all good. We need that discipline. But some of the ruts we fall into are just habits that need to be broken. And I'm not talking about the bad habits that everybody can point at. I'm talking about the stuff that it would take a good business building warrior kind of combing through your daily routine to identify. I'm talking about things like No one can ship a box as good as I can. I'm the guy that has to pack and ship the stuff. No one can source for product as good as I can. I'm the one that has to do it. Or I'm really hustling hard, turning $5 bills into $10 bills, and I've got a system that works. Now, I'm working 70 hours a week, and I'm only making $40,000, $50,000 a year, but it's working, so I'm not going to abandon it. Meaning you're spinning your wheels way harder than you have to, to get smaller results than you could be getting if you just took a little bit of time each week to study some of the new opportunities that are out there, such as the replens model that we teach, for example, that you've heard hundreds of people talk about their success stories. On this very podcast, if you scroll back in time, you're going to see them. In our Facebook group alone, nearly 1,300, coming up on 1,400, something like that, success posts that have been tagged in our Facebook group of people saying, hey, this really works. And they're building systems. They're not thinking small, they're thinking scale. Here's the question you should always be asking yourself to make sure that you're thinking with the right mindset about growing your business. Are you ready? Some people write this down. I've been told it's one of the most useful phrases in some of the books that I've written. I've referenced it many times over the years, but it's this, here's your challenging question. Am I doing only the things that only I can do in my business? Now, if you're not profitable enough to ask that question yet, that's completely different. You don't start off day one hiring a whole bunch of people to do the things you don't want to do. That's not what I just said. As you begin to make a profit, as you begin to see the revenue and the work of the results that you, that you get from applying a proven system, such as the replen system, you need to begin asking yourself, am I the only person that could be doing the job that I'm doing right now? I ask myself that constantly. I have been for 20 years. And I put people in place to do the things that they end up being way better at doing than I ever was. So here's the question again. Am I the best person to be doing the job that's being done right now? 
stated a little differently, or am I doing the things that only I can do? And you're going to discover with the replens model that there isn't a single piece of it that can't be done by someone else better, faster, and cheaper than you could ever do it yourself. That's part of the beauty of this model. That's why it scales so beautifully. So for example, to give you a specific, you could be, and we have students in this scenario, I'm not going to give you a specific name. You can scroll back and listen to the podcast episodes, but let's just make up a student of ours. He lives in a country outside the United States. So he starts off maybe taking coaching, learns the system, does it himself, gets online, finds replens, buys them. Now he's not shipping them to himself because he lives outside the U.S., but he's shipping them to a prep center partner. PrepCenterNetwork.com has a free list of prep partners, by the way. He has his stuff shipped there. They get the stuff ready, send it into Amazon as those products sell. Our student that we're talking about, our coaching student, well, he gets a check from Amazon. That's the system. Now, over time, he discovers Proven Replens VA. That's our virtual assistant training program. He picks up one of our virtual assistants that he pays for $4 an hour to search as a full-time job for inventory based on the standards that he's learned and now understands. So now this virtual assistant is sending him a list every day of 15 or 20 new replens every day. And by no means am I guaranteeing that number. Uh, it's, it, some days it may be three or four replens. Some days it may be 15 or 20. But on average, I think our clients are reporting around eight to 10 new replens every day. And these are products that then our student researches to discover if they are actually good finds or not. And he trains the virtual assistant on how to do a little bit better if necessary, what categories or stores he's interested in. They, they tag team together. But over time, what he discovers is he's not needed. The virtual assistant gets really good at doing what they do because they interact, they go back and forth. The assistant works only for him on his business. So now he's not the guy sourcing. He's not the guy verifying that the products are good. Maybe he's just the guy buying the products. Well, that's something you could train someone else to do too. Maybe a different virtual assistant, maybe the same one. But you get my point. Over time, no part of this requires you to be the one doing the work. You're thinking too small if you're thinking that you're the one that has to be the one doing the work. That's part of the beauty of this system that we've developed is every single piece of it over time can be handed off to somebody else while still maintaining a very nice, healthy profit margin. In many cases, the people who have completely handed their business off to others are reporting at the low end that I've ever heard, a 10% net profit margin, which there are millions of businesses out there that are very excited to operate at that level of profit margin, all the way up to around 20% net profit margin after everything's paid for. That's a pretty sweet business model that's just running and you're just supplying the capital at that point. And your profits are supplying the capital for you at that point, right? You're just rolling the money over. So don't think too small. And there's a lot of directions I could go with this as well. Thinking too small may be, well, I'm making the money that I always thought I would make and I'm going to stay right here. No, you've got to keep growing. Maybe you become a coach on our team. Maybe you start doing some local consulting. Maybe you help brands get onto Amazon. Maybe you become an e-commerce expert. You create content. You create a course with us and we share the revenue. That's where all the great content from this community comes from. But it'll always involve you sharing what you know, speaking into the lives of others, helping them benefit from the business knowledge and the e-commerce knowledge, the Amazon knowledge that you have. That's a great path forward. So don't think small. 
Don't get stuck putting tape on boxes your whole career. I've seen it happen to people. It just doesn't end well. It's not an upward trajectory path. It's very hard to maintain, actually, because you're going to get burnt out, lose interest, feel like you're on a hamster wheel. We don't want that for anybody. So next mistake that you could make. This is number three. So to recap, we talked about some misconceptions. We talked about small thinking. Now let's talk about ignoring those key partnerships and relationships. And you hear me talk about it all the time, so I won't belabor the point because, again, if you scroll back to 20 or 30 episodes, you're going to hear me talk about this in different ways. I try to mix it up and keep it random and interesting every time I bring the topic up. But if you're not constantly expanding your circle of relationships and partnerships in your business, you're flatlining or failing. I'll say it again, if you're not constantly extending the circle of friendships and partnerships, the people you're working with in your e-commerce business or any business for that matter, you're either flatlining or failing. Business by design is there to improve and expand the relationships we have. And to the degree that we do that, our business succeeds. That's true in e-commerce. That's true in every business. To operate in denial of that is to operate to your own deficit and harm. It's a thousands and thousands of year old biblical truth. You can embrace it or deny it. Doesn't matter. Bible doesn't care if you embrace it or deny it. Kind of like gravity. Doesn't care if you embrace it or deny it. It's true. If you're not expanding the circle of relationships that you have and improving those relationships that you already have constantly, your business will suffer. I'll leave it at that. So are you building a hobby instead of building an asset? That's the next mistake slash area of deficit that I see in a lot of sellers and it's an easily avoided mistake. And again, it kind of goes back to the the small thinking topic that we already hit. But if you're content just building a hobby, if you're content just making a few extra hundred dollars, it's not going to stay there for long. You're going to either have to grow it or it's going to fizzle and fade eventually. So you've Got to figure out maybe one of the other things that I've said so far on this podcast episode has triggered a thought in your mind where you could do better, carve out a little bit of time. Instead of going to 40 yard sales next weekend, maybe only go to 20 and spend a little time studying the replens model so you can build a system, build a sellable asset. You can run your business, work on your business instead of working in it constantly. Don't build a hobby that puts a little money in the bank when you could be running a very successful business. And you can still keep your hobbies. I've even heard from people in the past that have said, man, I just love putting tape on boxes, Jim. I find it very relaxing. I find it rewarding. I find it encouraging. And I say, hey, once you're making a ton of money, you can spend your Saturdays putting tape on boxes. No one's going to (laughs) complain. Just put tape on boxes and then take the tape off later. But if you want to build a real business, you're going to have to offload some of those tasks over time as your business can afford it. Only do the things that only you can do. Don't build a hobby when you could be building an asset. The final point I'm going to make, the final mistake I see some people make over time, and this isn't so much for the new sellers. I don't want to overwhelm you. I don't want you to feel like you've got 50 things you have to go do, but you could be making those tiny 1% improvements every few days that will take you into an incredible direction. And once you've got that mindset of constant improvement, constantly changing the processes for the better, well, you're stepping into multiple income stream thinking. Again, I won't spend a lot of time on this. This is a short episode today. You can hear this theme throughout many of the podcast episodes and a lot of the content that we produce. But here's the big picture thought. Building multiple income streams is not running around 
like a chicken with its head cut off, trying to keep 400 plates spinning at the same time. Have you ever seen that circus trick they do where they, at the circus, they get a person out there and they put a plate on a pole and they spin it. And you're like, wow, they got a plate spinning on a pole. And then they set up another pole at another plate and they start running around and they're spinning all these plates on all these poles. And pretty soon it's just like a madhouse, like spin, spin, spin. Like how many can they get going, right? Without, before one of them falls. It's not like that. It shouldn't feel like that. Because remember, we're building systems. And by definition, a system runs with very little outside interference or input needed from the originator of that system, right? So an occasional tweak, you're keeping an eye on it, you're watching the numbers, you're managing the relationships, the key partnerships and relationships that keep the system going. And now you're free to say, okay, what else tacks on to this system? A mutually beneficial arrangement, another win-win-win. Once you've got a system, find another way to help some other people win by slightly adding on another piece that's not necessarily reliant on the first one, but benefits. A great example of that, and I've seen it play out over and over again in our community, is, for example, to become a coach on our team. Now, that's one of multiple examples, but you become a coach or you start helping other businesses get on Amazon. We actually have a module inside the Proven Amazon course called the PPP module proven product partnering. It teaches you how to get paid a percentage of other people's Amazon accounts because you help them get set up. You help their brand get established. You help them do some of the marketing. We can do that part for you if you'd like. We'll do all of the setup, the A-plus content, the pictures. Our Humminbird service does that for people. So you just connect them with us, but it's your client, and then you get a percent for having connected them with us. We have people that do only that model. So now they've got multiple streams of income from multiple clients selling on Amazon. That's how you begin to think like a multiple income stream warrior, using little complementary add-on streams of income, serving others well, continually learning, just-in-time learning, not just-in-case learning. Maybe that's a good place to end. I had a good conversation not too long ago with someone that that really resonated with them, and I haven't brought it up in a while but that's how we homeschooled our kids and that's how we approach business and that's how I coach as well. Just in time learning instead of just in case learning. Most of us who went through the, especially the public school system were exposed to just in case learning, meaning we're gonna fill your head with tens of thousands of little tidbits of facts just in case you need them someday. And that created inside of us this mindset that made us think we have to study, 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 study for a very long time before we're useful at anything. Well, that's just not true. Building a business online is taking little baby steps in the right direction every day, learning what you need to take the next step as you need it. Our entire proven Amazon course is laid out that way. Sometimes people will contact us and say, how long does it take to go through the proven Amazon course? And we'll say, how many lifetimes do you have? <laughs> if you're going to watch the thing from start to finish, it's kind of like saying, how long would it take me to watch Netflix? And you're like, what do you mean? watch Netflix. Like, I want to watch everything they've ever made. Well, I don't know, 800 years? <laughs> like, no, it's what you need when you need it. We're, we start everybody out at the same place. We give you that boost. You start putting money in the bank and then you start using those unique advantages and, and gifts and connections and relationships and skills. And pretty soon you've built this multiple income stream, beautiful model. We start 99.9% .9 of our students with replins. And that can grow, as you've heard on past podcast episodes, into a massive, beautiful business all on its own. But don't stop there. From there, there's so many other directions you can go into e-commerce. You could build your own brand. We've launched some incredibly successful brands 
out of the courses, training, content, and expertise of this community. We'd love to help you do that. Maybe that's where you go. Next thing you know, you've got a Shopify store and it's doing great. And you're going an email list and you get into marketing to your own list, right? But that's not easy, low-hanging fruit. That's not the best starting place. We like to start you out with momentum, start you out putting money in the bank so you can afford to learn just in time what you need next. Instead of pouring, again, to reference the education system so many of us are used to, we pour tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars into our education and then we go out to try to do something with all of it. That's just not necessary anymore. You can learn what you need as you need it and step through making money as you go it's a beautiful model. I think it's the way the world's going to work more and more. So welcome to the future. Just in time learning instead of just in case learning. Don't take big risks. Put money in the bank as you learn. Think multiple income streams over time as these complementary new strategies kind of tack themselves onto what it is that you're building. And when you're doing it right, it's the lifestyle that I've enjoyed for over 15 years now, and I could list off dozens and dozens of other people, probably hundreds at this point in our community, living the same lifestyle of flexibility, waking up with a flexible schedule, living their life with their family around them, flexibly managing multiple streams of income, and enjoying those relationships that have emerged from doing it the right way. God bless you, Business Building Warrior. I hope you found this useful. I love doing these mini midweek episodes please give us some feedback. If you are listening on iTunes, you know, we would love to get a review or just a five-star, but a written review, man, that really helps too. We really appreciate that. And subscribe if you're on YouTube listening to this, or if you're on iTunes, subscribe to this channel. That helps boost us in the rank. And this free show can then be listened to all over the world by other people who otherwise might not have discovered it. So we definitely appreciate that. We're showing up at new countries every week right now top 10, top 20 best e-commerce shows on iTunes. And we love seeing those new folks rolling into our community so we can help them. Because remember around here, we know that success is more like candlelight than it is like cake. And if you haven't heard that before, what that means is we can all have as much as we want and we can help each other as much as we want. And it doesn't take anything from any of us to do so, just like candles that could be shared. It doesn't hurt my candle to help light yours. So that's what we do here, open-handed, prosperity-minded, and here to help willingly anytime new people have questions. Whereas if success was like a cake, well, now we're talking about first come, first serve. And as soon as some of us get big slices, there's no cake for anybody else. And that's how a lot of people see success in life, unfortunately, is, well, everyone else beat me to it. I guess I can't have any. That's not how it works. Join a community that sees success like candlelight. That's what we see. That's why we're warmly welcoming you into this community. That's why we love to see this podcast growing, helping others with their mindset and the strategies they need to succeed in e-commerce, specifically starting out with Amazon. We would love to help you get there as well, if that's you. And like I said, God bless you, Business Building Warrior. We're here for you. We're here to help you. And we can't wait to talk to you again on the next episode. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.